Securities offered through Cetera Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Cetera Advisor Networks, LLC, is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Carson Partners, a division of CWM, LLC, is a nationwide partnership of advisors. This is The Way to Wealth. With host Scott Ford, a jiu-jitsu fighting, woodworking, beekeeping entrepreneur who is also the managing director, partner, and wealth advisor of Carson Wealth. Financial freedom is the goal, and clarity and simplicity is how we'll get there. Let's get to it. This is Way to Wealth. Hello, and welcome back to the Way to Wealth podcast, where we're all about making money simple so you can fully live and fully live now. Excited to have back on the podcast, my friend and colleague, Jonathan Mullins. Welcome back, Jonathan. Thank you, Scott. It's great to be back. Looking forward to it. All good. Have you back dropping knowledge like you did the first time. That's why we want you back. So today, folks, we're talking about what may sound like a yawner, and it's not. It talks about the H in the Way to Wealth. So the Way to Wealth podcast, you know, is a process about making money simple. It's all on one page. It's an acronym when you, once you get to the wealth piece. The H where it ends is have your plan updated annually. What's the reason, Jonathan? Why, why annually and why, why the importance of updating? Right. Well, it's a great question, Scott. And it's something where, you know, we, we sometimes get this, this question asked, like, why, you know, why do you want to make sure we go over it, at, you know, once a year? And ideally, sometimes it's depending on the need, it's, it's multiple times a year. Everything changes over time, you know. Um, I can't tell you how many people with families that um, have shrank or grown or a little bit of both, you know, from one year to the next. And those are the things where, you know, just even updating beneficiaries and making sure everything's titled correctly. Um, like anything, you clean your house one, you know, one day and you live in it and you're going to clean it again, you know, the next day or the next few days or so. So it's everything changes. You know, we're in a river, um, we're in a, on a voyage and we're, we're covering ground. It's we're moving forward. So as we move forward, we had it perfect. And we had it exactly the way we wanted it in the past. But we've got to go ahead, and we're now under we're, we're in uncharted territory. We're in a new a new place, so we may need to, um, you know, make some adjustments and some changes, and you know, just making sure we're we're being the thermostat versus the thermometer. Meaning, we want to be one to be more active and taking charge of the changes in our lives versus letting them change us. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And actually, even with your backdrop there, what a beautiful scenery. It, your analogy in that picture, which I think you said was Napa uh, Valley, but beautiful uh, picture of nature with the sunset and your analogy with the river makes me think of the importance of the update. And that is things change, as you said. And this is called laws. Like this is part, I think, of how we can get in trouble as humans is ignoring the laws of nature and natural laws. And one of the natural laws are things change. You have different seasons in nature. Uh, sometimes certain trees do well, they have a fall off and something else comes up. So you can plant XYZ tree in your forest and that may work for X amount of years. And the nature decides, hmm, 
not digging this as some bug or blight comes in, wipes it out and something else takes its place. And that happens in your portfolio and in your wealth as well. So it's recognizing that having a set plan to work with what's naturally happening, natural laws in the economy so that you don't get wiped out when some blight comes in or some bug takes out some certain tree that you originally had planted that you loved that worked well for two years. Now it's not working so well. So I think it's a great analogy, uh, Jonathan, that just work with natural laws and with what nature and with what the economy is giving you instead of fighting against it, go with what is. Right. You know, be water. I think that's a Bruce Lee-ism, you know, be water, flow, flow like water. Yes, be water, my friend. Yes. A lot of times people look at me and they think, hey, you remind me of Bruce Lee. I see that, you know, I wasn't going to say it, but I I was thinking it. So I'm glad you brought it up, allowing me to bring that up. Yes, I'm sure that happens to you all the time. Yeah, I'm not going to let you do the one-inch punch that he used to show. I've seen your mitts, and so I'm, we, can, we can skip your proof of the one-inch punch like Bruce Lee could do. So on the plan, I'm, I'm going to give some examples, or I'll let you give some examples maybe of, th- of it going well and then not so well. I have a, I have a, I have a thought on not so well, but um, yeah, give some examples. I mean, you've been in this business a long time, worked with lots of uh, successful families and people and business owners. Uh, What's went well and what hasn't with the, with the annual update plan? Sure. Well, some of the, the, the scary things that, that can happen sometimes, especially if, um, you know, for younger people, for folks who, you know, are not in that actuarial space where they may be checking out, but they end up checking out and they don't have an estate plan squared away or they don't have uh, everything titled the way that they would ideally like them to have. Um, so those are some of the big, the, the, the scariest things there is that, you know, when the laws change, you know, we had the tax cuts and jobs act there in 2017, 2018. So when that went into effect and then the secure act in 2019, and now this, the cares act from uh, coronavirus and everything in 2020. So there's been huge sweeping legislation over the last handful of years that have really, made it a point to review everything to just to make sure everything that we had set up, you know, back there, a few, a few um, strokes on the canoe back on the river, everything was squared away. Now, now we've got a bend in the river coming up here and we may need to pivot. So we may, we may need to be more prepared to make some of those adjustments. And, you know, those are the things where, um, you know, people, families grow, you know, if you're a, You've had, you have children. I have, uh, I have a son, um, you know, they grow, they have their own experiences. They grow their families too. And, and those are things to make sure that you, you want them, you have that updated with them, you know, all of your documents and that we're aware of that because not only is it important to have the documents for whenever you check out and you're no longer on the river, so to speak. Um, but, <laughs> but you, uh, you, you, you want to think about the things that you can do while you're still here. You know, you may have been a person who, you know, I don't really care about traveling as much. I'm more of a homebody. I'm happy retired or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm maybe in the uh, space where I'm still working, but whatever that may be. Um, if you've got grandchildren that all of a sudden come up and, you know, if you've got children that live away from you, you may have more of an itch to start traveling at that point. 
you know, to go see those grandbabies. And you should. So those are things where we need to make sure we look at your plan and make sure that you've got the right level of income to provide for you to do those things that are important to you. And, you know, if, if that's something where, you know, we went through a plan and said, this is what we want to do right now. And then we need to make that pivot. Knowing about that sooner rather than later is very important because we may need to reposition assets in a certain manner to, to free that up, to be able to, to do those things that, that really matter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think you, you mentioned grandkids. So, you know, just over the last several years, we've had three grandkids. And so that that changes. So, you know, you, you update planning. In fact, later today, have a conversation with our tax attorney to um, update our family constitution. The constitution is the preamble to the trust. It's the guidepost for future generations. And, you know, what's important to us, we've tweaked that. That's called uh, going with what's happening in your life to to make changes as the climate and the weather changes, and that's what's happening. So we're literally I'm, I live this myself. Um, the other thing I'll add there is the I, just a couple examples so people can be like ah, I wasn't thinking about that. I can remember years ago a guy came through. Um, he actually wasn't a client, so as he's coming on board, so it, would, it was you know treated like a review. We're reviewing the current situation and looked at his social security filing. Well, I'm not going to say you filed incorrectly, but he didn't file optimally. He, he, we were able to go back uh, with an audit that we did on the Social Security, have him go to the Social Security office, reelect, and it was like $300 or something a month. It was significant. Let's put it this way: when you're on a fixed income, that he was leaving on the table. So these, that, that's the idea of annual reviews. Another example had been divorced for, for uh, got divorced and going through the annual review and guess who the beneficiary was on pensions? Guess who the beneficiary was on life insurance? Yeah, that ex-wife. We're very happy to see that. And so that's the point of the review. Things changes. You need to go through it. So for me, you need a checklist. because So it's not just getting together and having a conversation say we had a review. So our checklist is way to wealth. Look, you can set up this making money simple on one page with the way to wealth process. Well, guess what you should do in the review? Same process. So you go through the team and we have that one pager on the team and we rank the team. Guess what we want to make sure? Let's re-rank at the end of each year and say, okay, how is the tax attorney? How's the estate, et cetera, et cetera. And make sure we got A players not getting mm, lazy, maybe the word, uh, on the team to make sure that that's part of the review. Then we go through the foundation, tax review, estate legacy, cat, the cash flow control, interest rate credit, insurance maximization. Let's just, that's, that's the point is having the process, investment allocation on the buckets, tax diversification. So that's the idea having it updated annually. We go through the same process, which by the way, client or not, you can use to make sure you're checking off, does anything need updated um, as we're as we're looking at this? Right. You mentioned that Social Security is a great example there. The other thing is, you know, people who are really wanting to structure their early years of retirement, um, you know, those go-go years while you're still young, you're still active, you're wanting to do a lot of things, um, you know, and depending on how much you want to do, um, that may affect your, you know, the cost for Medicare, you know, that may affect some other costs down the road that you may not be aware of. So having those conversations, using the right types of assets, whether it be uh, tax deferred or 
non-qualified assets, Roth assets. A lot of that comes into play there too, because, you know, you want to have that cash control, like we talk about all the time, you know, be, be the one, be the hammer versus the nail, you know, there's a collision there, but are you going to be the one to take it? Or are you going to be the one to get it is, is the thing there. So that's, that's, you know, an old football adage. I don't know if you, if your coach ever said that to you or not, you know, when you were playing, but you know, you can be the hammer or you can be the nail. I know which one I would want to be if, if, if you've got to be in there. So, you, you know, it's something that, that, that you can decide there. And so, Me too. Yes. I yeah. still, I think, have some cranks in the neck from that. And so I took that literally. It was probably fifth grade when I started football and I took it pretty seriously. So that's when using the helmet wasn't considered a weapon. And I kind of did that a little bit. And so anyway, yeah, I get the hammer nail thing. Just, you know, head up, y'all. Head up when you're doing this hammer nail thing. Keep the head up. Just saying. Look um, at what you're seeing or look, look at what you're hitting. Look at what you're hitting. hundred percent that he yep. left that piece out or I didn't listen to it. It was more of a missile, but nonetheless, good analogy. And it makes complete sense. So the other thing that I would want to mention here, thinking business owners uh, clearly listen to this is what to think about as a business owner. And so I'm going to give you just a couple things. First of all, the overall plan of why um, I talk about building to exit. And there, you know, there's different segments or stages when you're a business owner. And you know, when you start the business, you do it all. And I know, you know, when I started, it was just me. So guess what? You're doing every single thing. And what you want to work towards without going through each stage is ultimately you not needing to do anything. I mean, literally anything, or at least you're only doing your area of genius and what you're best at. And so an example would be <clears throat> when you're starting, you're creating obviously the vision and such, and you're creating, how do you get clients? And then you're, you're working with them. So you got processes and systems to do that. You want to be working towards, you don't even need to be doing the vision at some point. You certainly don't need to be attracting the customers at some point. You're definitely not in the operations procedures of working with the team members so that you can focus in on your area of genius. And the other thing that that does and benefit is it makes your business more valuable so that you're not the key in all that. So the further you go down that chain, as a business owner, your most valuable asset is your business. The less you're needed and you have processes and procedures, the more valuable your biggest asset is. So it's key to look at. And one of the metrics we like to look at is we have the one pager on way to wealth. Then at times we'll set up a one page financial pack for that business owner. Then we have a one-page business pack, and that's showing what's the business finances look at. Well, the point in that is looking at EBITDA, like EBITDA is what you're going to be, your business is going to be valued at. So at least you wouldn't want to see it monthly, but I would want to do an annual review of, as a business owner, did I make things more efficient or I'm needed less? And how do I do that again next year? And did my EBITDA go up or down and why? And what levers can I pull to affect that? So just some things to, to think about that as a business owner. And the other thing is, and because I'll put, put that back to you a little bit, Jonathan, in that, you know, we practice open book management as a firm <clears throat> or as a company uh, to share the numbers. And then we play the great game of business where you share in the profitability because the idea is to teach business. So the way I look at it, when you do that, and we're you know going to be talking equity here as well in the future, but the point is, I want to work with people um, who are owners and think and act like an owner, and, and I know you do. So any thoughts on 
you know, looking at the numbers as a business, um, why that's important. Uh, because again, I started this years ago, but you know, the way we structure it and the way I like to have the team look at you as an owner, uh, just like me. So having you from that lens, I think would be useful to hear your thoughts on that. If you had anything to share. You can see what impact you have on everything and where you can do individual things to help change and, and, and you know, improve the needle and, and, and to make sure that things are going in the right direction. So that's the, that's the biggest thing for me. Also understanding, hey, this is, this is how business works. We are, our goal is to be profitable. You know, every business's goal is to be profitable because if you're in a business to help people and you're not profitable, you can't afford to stay in business. And therefore, you're not going to be able to help people. You were talking about having um, the right processes and, and everything in place. You know, time is something we all have the same amount of. Everybody has the same 24 hours a day. However much of it you choose to use for sleep, for rest, refreshment, you know, for work, um, you know, you, we all have those same amounts of, of, of minutes in the, in, in the hours in the day. So having the ability to um, really get a better understanding of what your strengths are, what you're really good at, and focusing on how you can do more of that and less of the things that don't give you energy is, is really huge. And a lot of times, you know, you were talking about just with business owners, it's a different conversation than necessarily just an individual because it's multiple conversations. It's how is the business one? And then how's your personal life? How's your personal finances? And sometimes the business can be great, but the personal finances can be a mess uh, and vice versa. Hey, personally, we're doing great. Business-wise, it's awful. You know, what we're here to do on the, that annual review and to make sure we're updating that every every year is to say, okay, if we're struggling over here, what can, we, what can we do to help try to make that needle move in the right direction? If we're struggling over here on the business side, well, what are, some, what are some things you're doing now? And what do you feel like is working? And what do you feel like maybe isn't working? What do you do to make yourself look different? What do you do to set yourself apart from your competitors? Um, tell, talk about your integrity. What are you doing to try to, um, you know, how honest are you being with yourself? And how honest are you being with your team? Um, when everybody can be on the same page and everyone knows that they have a very important role and that they matter and that they also share in the wins, it, it's huge. So, I mean, I think a lot of the things that you've brought to the table you know, with us and, and, and what we have, we've worked with, you know, clients who are also business owners who are thinking, you know, how do we get the right culture? How do we get the right and how do we continue to, to move that needle to improve and, and you know, wow the uh, our customers and clients and, and the people who are, who come to us for, for help. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You tied it together nicely. So I would add to that, the structure that put together for that, I, I call it the infinite entrepreneur. And you were really kind of talking to it a little bit there, Cub. So if you think of the infinite entrepreneur as this infinity symbol, figure eight sideways, one piece of that is, is finances and, and, and specifically personal finances. That's the way to wealth. The way to wealth answers that. Let's get you dialed in on a personal level. Then up on top above that is uh, the, uh, the infinite entrepreneur is the four P's of a sustainable business. So in business, as a business owner, it's purpose, people, process, and profits. So let's look at monies on the, the, lastly, ideally on the business, but that's the four P's to have a sustainable business. Really where this whole thing should start, if you track the infinity symbol, is this bottom right, which is the 
legato family. This is the family values, your traditions, your mission, your vision, your core values, your rites of passage, and then the structure of it to leave a true legacy and who you, your wife and kids and who you really are as a family. Like, I think that's the best starting point. Whether you start there or not, you want that. And then lastly, top right is healthy, wealthy, wise, and happy, which I talk a lot about on here. How do we live a life of health, wealth, wisdom, and happiness? Because at the end of the day, this whole thing is life. So uh, let's live it. That's the point of the way to wealth process is allowing you in the finance piece through the way to wealth to simplify that so you can really focus on living a full, fulfilled life and to do it now. It's not lip service. I, I do that. I do my best to do that every day and share it with those that are interested. So with that, any parting words from you? And what I'll say is, uh, it's you know, yeah, any parting words? And then I, I have one thought. Sure. Yeah. All I, all I was going to say is, you know, what we've seen the last two years, um, there's been, it's been coined as the great resignation or what have you, uh, people making changes in their jobs or careers, uh, business owners too. The, the burnout is real. Burnout is very real. People have experienced it um, and, and are, are looking for something else and something different. Um, that's another, another great example of, of updating that plan. You know, it was, things were fantastic two or three years ago worth person's business. Now the world's changed a little bit. So, you know, how are things now? I just don't feel, you know, I just don't feel like this is where I want to be right now. Well, okay. How can we help try to get you where you want to be? And that may be brainstorming and looking at ideas. And, and at the end of the day, a lot of times it's just taking an inventory, you know, then they may not, a lot of times we as people can focus on things that aren't working well versus things that are working well. And you, you know, you're like a, having a toothache, you know, you can't, you can't just uh, get away from, from, from messing around with it, even though it's, it's causing you pain. Why is that? Like, what's wrong with us psycholo- psychologically for thinking, Hey, you know, you, you, someone cuts you off in traffic. There are how many seconds of the day that, that, that you have, and one thing happens in 10 seconds of that, are you going to let that ruin your day? You know? So it's trying to keep that right perspective to say, okay, well, we have areas of improvement. We may need to make an, an overhaul in, in certain areas, you know, of a plan, but ultimately it's, let's look at what we have. And before we start counting our burdens, let's count our blessings and think about what's working well and how can we leverage the things that are working well and try to double down on and, and, and improve the things that aren't working well. So that's all I was going to gonna add at, at the end here to, to say, you know, if things aren't working well, let's look at the things that are working and then let's try to find out how we can, it worked here. What can we do over here to make this better? Tom. Beautiful. Dropping knowledge as usual. And the good news for today's podcast, from my perspective, everyone, we know you as Cub. I think we just found the real new nickname as you're dropping knowledge on this podcast. And it's the Bruce Lee of Wealth Management. Jonathan Mullins. So I think that that's what I think that's where we're at moving forward. Uh, you know, everyone, you can look forward to having the Bruce Lee of Wealth Management back on to another podcast here in the future. So thank you, uh, Cub, for joining. And audience, thanks again for listening to The Way to Wealth, where, all, where we're all about making money simple, allowing you to focus on living fully and doing it now. Catch you next week. 
The opinions voiced in Way to Wealth with Scott Ford, Managing Director, Partner, and Wealth Advisor of Carson Wealth, are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Way to Wealth are not affiliated with CWM LLC or Satara Advisor Networks LLC. Carson Wealth, 19833, Leitersburg Pike, Suite 1, Hagerstown, Maryland, 21742.